ונצליח, Welcome back, in honor of Shavuot, that Hashem gave us the Torah, we're His chosen nation, we wanted to, today's question is, are you allowed to teach Torah to non-Jews? Now there's two fascinating Gemaras, first we learned the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Bavli, Nuntet, Amud Aleph, it says, Amar Rabbi Yochanan at the top of the page, Nuntet Amud Aleph, it says, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Ayvid Kach, uh, it says a non-Jew, an idol worshiper that learns Torah, he's getting the death penalty. He's liable for the death penalty. Chayav Mita. It's a capital crime. Why? Because in a week from now, on that most glorious and auspicious of days, right? That day that gives legitimacy to all the days. If God forbid, we would have declined the offer and said, no, we don't want the Torah, God. The whole world would have went back to what? So it says, because it says, why Why does a guy? So the Gemara says, because it says, The Torah is our inheritance, right? It's our legacy. So why is he coming and, you know, it's something personal. It's something intimate between us and Hashem. So Gemara says, if he's, if this is such a capital crime and he gets the death penalty, why isn't it part of the seven commandments, right? Because the non-Jews, if they keep seven, they go to heaven. So he says, he says either, according to the opinion, they're stealing from us. It's intellectual property theft, right? Remember, you know, it's like copyrighted only for the Jews. So that's the reason why they deserve the death penalty, because it's like stealing, and stealing is one of the seven mitzvot. Or either it's like they're raping us. They're raping the Torah. The Torah is me'urasa. It's like Hashem and us have this intimate relationship. So it's like you're they're committing a, a type of adultery. Now the Gemara says, but Reb, how could this be? But there's a Gemara that says, these are the words of the Torah that any person that does it is going to have life. So Ramir says, why doesn't it say Jew? It says, even if Ramir says, it doesn't say Kohanim living Israel, just says Adam that learns Torah. He says, even if a Goy learns Torah, he's more precious than the Kohen Gadol, because it says, Yekarahim Ipninim. The Torah is more precious than pearls. So what is this? One, t- one place you say, a, a, a non-Jew that learns Torah is greater than the high priest, the Kohen Gadol. In another place you say it's a death penalty? It says no. Depends what he's learning. If he's learning his the details of the seven commandments, right, like not to steal, what exactly is considered idol worship, right? What's committed adultery, right? So if he does that, wow. Honestly, kudos to him. He's so precious in the eyes of Hashem. It's like he's a coin. He's more precious than the coin Gadol when he wants to uh, determine and and the exact details of what his um, mitzvahs are. But if he wants to learn our mitzvahs, right, the six thirteen, that's when he gets into a bad problem. And then there's another Gemara in Daf uh, Gimal in the Gemara Chagiga Bavli. That says, Amaravami, we're not allowed to teach Torah to a non-Jew. 
because we read it every day in Te- it's Tehillim 147. It says, God did not do this to any of the nations of the world. Right? His precious laws of Tyra, he did not let it know to them. So we see two different, there's two different Gemaras here. One Gemara says that the guy is not allowed to come learn. Now, and then there's another different Gemara that says we're not allowed to teach him. Now, the question is, especially nowadays where you have hundreds of thousands of Shirim online and it's open to anybody, um, one disclaimer. All these Gemaras are not talking about, it's, it is okay to teach the non-Jew if he is uh, interested in converting, because that's a different thing, right? Um, if, if he's on the path of conversion, and if you want to join our club, right, it's true that we accepted the Torah, but you, anybody could still join our club, but you have to pay full price, full membership. There's no discount. So if he's on his way of learning all the laws, that's something else, right? That's not the scope. Even then, he can't keep Shabbos, right? He can't keep Shabbat because there's another Gemara that says that Goy keeps Shabbat is also gets liable for the death penalty. So only, like, he could practice keeping the laws of Shabbat, but oh, at least once he has to turn on the lights on and off. Now, what I, what I want to let you know is that the the issue is what is the scope? Because the Torah is like a sea of knowledge. We're not allowed to teach him Chumash. We're not allowed to teach him Kabbalah. We're not allowed to teach him Halacha. Oral Torah, written Torah, Tanakh, because we also have a lot of these, um, the five books of Moses, right? The Chamish Echem Shetayra, the Torah, but then you have Tanakh. So there's three different opinions here. First of all, the Rambam does pask in the halacha that we said, learned in Sanhedrin that a guy that learns Torah is liable for the death penalty. But the Be'er Sheva, one of the Rishonim, um, I don't know if he's one of the Rishonim, one of the poskim, is not sure why the Rambam doesn't codify the halacha of you're not allowed to teach, right? So there's two aspects to this. One is that the guy is not allowed to learn Torah. One is that we're not allowed to teach him Torah. Now, by the way, uh, there's extra credit here. Taisvah says, of, why do we even need the second Gemara and Chagiga? Right? Obviously, you're not allowed to teach him. Because, right? You're not allowed to put a stumbling block in front of the blind. Right? So if it's the death penalty, you're, you're causing him to be liable for the death penalty if you teach him, right? So Taisus gives the answer there that the case is he can learn from somebody else, right? If the sin is only happening because of you, but if the guy has another path to get, right? So Taisus says the chiddush of the second Gemara is, is that even though your neighbor is willing to teach him, so it's not really Lifneiver because if you don't teach him, he's able to get the knowledge somewhere else, especially nowadays, right, on the internet. But the, the Gemara is saying you, you shouldn't be the conduit of doing it. Even though if there's no problem of lifne even necessarily, because he he's easily capable of learning with somebody else. So you could look at that Gemara. Now 
The Be'er Sheva says that it, it, it makes sense that it should for, be forbidden, but he, he, he just, the Rambam in Hilchot Melachim, chapter 10, Halacha 9, does bring the, that it's forbidden to, for them to learn, but he's not sure why the Rambam doesn't codify the second Gemara in Chagiga that's also to teach them. So he says perhaps, uh, since the, the Goyim could learn from other people, right? There's really no issue of Lifnei either, but even so, so he's not sure if it's us to teach, because the Rambam doesn't pass in that way. But he says, obviously, since the Gemara says it, you should stay away from it. If you know what's good for you, you don't want to get into dangerous, uh, into the danger zone. Now, the other Achronim say that, first of all, the Shulchan Arach, if you look in the laws of slaves, Siman Resh Samech Zayin, he does pask in it. Because he says, even an Evet Kenani, which, you know, a Jew, if he buys a slave, he has to become a quasi-Jew, like a half-Jew. The males have to get Brit Milan, and they have to keep all the mitzvot like a woman. So the Maran says in Halakha, chapter um, 260, Seven halacha seventy one. That even to your eved, that is a quasi Jew, it's also to teach him Torah, right? You're only allowed to teach him the halachas that are pertaining to him, but to teach him halachas of tefillin, for example, that he doesn't put, right? Or, or so for, for so so. This is a a bona fide halachas. The Shulchan Aruch. If the Shulchan says that somebody that has a Brit Milah and is keeping all the mitzvahs of the Torah, Evet Kanani, like a Jew is also to teach him Torah, Kalvachoymer, for sure it's forbidden to teach Torah to what? A total goy that's not Gemalt, that doesn't have Brit and doesn't, you know? Because never forget, Evet Kanani, if you free him, he's a full-fledged Jew, you know that. So he's just one step away from being a Jew. Even him, Maran says, you're not allowed to teach. So... The, 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 it's, it's hard to know, cause, you know, the, uh, that, that Evid Kanani does a Brit Milah, or the female ones go even to the mikveh, the male ones go mikveh, and go to, she says, if this is the case regarding Evid Kanani, who undergoes Tevil in a mikveh, and is commanded to keep all the mitzvahs of, like a woman, for sure, the Shulchan Aruch would, would, um, forbid us to, to, to so they say, now here's a second opinion from the Marshal. The Marshal, based on the Gemara and Bava Kama, in his piece over there, 4-9, he says something else very interesting. He says that um, definitely, 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 it is forbidden to teach Torah to a non-Jew. As we learned in the beginning of Pirkei Avot, right? Don't forget, guys. Every week, this week is the last week of Pirkei Avot that we have to learn. In the, in the first Mishnah Pirkei Avot, it says, God gave the to- Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai, by Master Yeshua, right? We have a oral heritage of how to carry out the Torah. And it t- tells us exactly who was in charge of our heritage, right? Our tradition. 
And he did not allow, allow the... See, that's what the Chida actually writes. You know what? See, that's one of the big questions a lot of these um, Bible critics and the people that uh, are, are weary of the oral Torah is, is that why didn't... Why did the Torah Shabbat have to be oral? So Marana Chida, Geonu Zenu says one of the reasons is because if it would have been written down, the going could have copied it. As you see, they have a whole uh, Old Testament, Mahavda, which is not true, obviously. Only the Torah is true. There is no New Testament. There's only the original Torah, which is divine, not the fake New Testament. But the, the, the issue is Hashem wanted us to have this you this unique thing that's only oral and by keeping it oral it's only from father to son which is and Rebbe to Talmud so it's like a secret um Messiah so the the Maharshal is very fiery he does not he says definitely the Gemara and Chagiga is true you're not allowed to teach Goyim and he says in his opinion it's a terrible sin whoever goes by and wants to make a business out of it, right? And Kabbalah Center and this and that. And he says these people will not see their, they will not see Mashiach, these people that do this, get into the business of teaching Garim Taira. They will not see the uh, redemption of Zion. So the, the, the one of the great Paiskin and friends of Ravavadia, the Tzitz Eliezer, says, we actually learn from this marshal something that may superficially, at a superficial glance, may not be so evident. And that is that the marshal is really bothered and trying to understand the Gemara there in Chagig that it's forbidden to teach them the oral Torah, right? As it's very evident from, he says, right? We have the Messiah, a tradition that was meant to only be oral because it's something that's secretive, and if it would have been written, the Goyim would have copied that also, and then there would have been no difference between us and the Goyim, right? It's like a very exclusive thing. But the the Sitz Eliezer and the Nitziv and the Maraschias, many of the Paiskim, Meshit Dovar, three of the gate Paiskim learn from this Marashal that they hold it's not forbidden to teach a, a Goy Chumash. Just teach him, let's say, you're like uh, online. You you advertise to be a Torah teacher, and then a guy says, "I'll give you two hundred dollars an hour if you teach me how to read Hebrew and teach me the five books of Moses." You don't teach him any Rashi, right? You just teach him. Is that permitted? You see from the Marshal that our Messiah should be given from right. A Rebbe should only teach us Yiddish. Yehudi Talmidim. But the, the Paiskim learned that the, the, the sheet of the Marshal is that there's a clear distinction between oral and written Torah. Written Torah should not be so much of a problem, but the oral Torah, which gives the whole flavor of the Torah, as the Samag says and the Bahag says, that he challenges us. He says, you can't practically carry out any mitzvahs of the Torah without the oral Torah, right? Because the Torah says, do brit milah. What, what does that mean? It doesn't tell you the private part. It, does, it just says the orla. Orla means extra, you know. Or it says, like, make a sukkah. What's a sukkah? One one wall, two walls, ten walls, right? But even, let's say, the orla, that's also defined by the oral Torah, no? Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. The marsh, But 
So, so he's saying the, the, from the marshal, it's mashma that it's 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 only wrong and unethical to teach them the oral Torah, but written Torah is fine. Now, here's the third opinion. There's actually going to be a fourth opinion. The Shultik in Bayrim on the Gemara in Avodah Zara, when he comments on the Alfasi, the Rif, he rules that it's even forbidden to teach them. Chomish. However, he says a very interesting chidush. He says that um, it's okay to teach them Tanakh. Why? Because Chas Shalom, you know, the Christians and even the Muslims say this. It's a very sad thing. Now, they supposedly have done a little bit of on it, but part of their, one of the main, main things of their religion is they, 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 see, the fact that so many Jews died, like, see, Baruch Hashem, we're living in right, right before the times of Mashiach, and you don't know what a miracle it is. We just see, like, in the last week, they threw over a thousand missiles on Israel. You know that? So, the issue over there is, is like this. Christianity in Islam says, yes, once upon a time, we, Jews were the chosen nation, but now we're the chosen ones. But there's um, many places in Tanakh that when it says Mashiach is... Hashem would never throw us away. Exactly. And Tanakh says that there's going to be a day that all the Jews are going to do tshuva, right? Like we, we read in Parshas, um, in the end of Dvarim. Yeah. But Sarlacha, we're, we're going to get scattered and we're going to come back. And like the beautiful Haftara of Nachamu, Nachami, Wami. And so he says, by them learning Tanakh, this is a, this is actually a fascinating thing. It, 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 places in Tanakh is going to tell about the coming of Mashiach and that we're going to be redeemed. And this that the Jews are in Galut. It's not because God rejected us, chas v'shalom, right? Right? And, and it's going to give an answer to the Gentiles is, that are otherwise going to be non-believers in Hashem, right? Tanakh has a lot of nasty parts, but Tanakh has a lot of very hopeful parts. The parts of Mashiach, and there's going to be world, world peace, and no more sickness, and no more death, right? So it's, for that reason, he says it's okay. Now, in conclusion... Oh, I just wanted to speak out also another very important uh, teshubah that I used to teach on high school campuses and um, college campuses, SMC and uh, Pali High. A lot of times we lunch, we would take pizza or sushi to the, you know, kids, kosher food, and then they would be, uh, you know. So that's actually one of the practical cases. A lot of times you can't discriminate. Non-Jewish Muslim kids come to the Jew club, right? You can't discriminate. So I, I was had the great honor of seeing the chief rabbi, the the the, the Paisik, the Ravid of Yerushalayim, which is a fine, fine Englishman. Have uh, Moshe Sternbach Shlita Hashem should always give him gesund and health. He writes over there that it's absolutely no problem. 
Which means you don't need to shut down your Jewish club and not teach Torah to Jews because non-Jews are also going to come. You understand? Because that's... It, it's, I mean, you don't go looking for that. Exactly. If they come, that doesn't cause you to... Right? Because that they're just a side dish. They're not even the... The reason you started the club is to do Kirov to Jews. And also you see... The whole shir we gave the last 20 minutes, you see, it's not clear what you're not allowed to teach them, right? Some hold, the Be'er Sheva holds, it's not clear, right? The Ramam didn't bring it. He only says it's us for him to learn, not for us to teach him. Uh, so, but we can't, he, he clearly says that since you started the club, you can't make other Jews lose out because they're literally, to be, you know, everybody needs to do Kirov, by the way. A shout out, those people that are um, on UCLA and all the college campuses and high school, NCSY, and, you know, it's just um, right now assimilation is going to 60%, 70%. So, of course, that's already for sure a hetter because we, we won't close down a Jewish club just because non-Jewish people are also coming. But it's it's important to know that Rabbi Moshe Feinstein and the Tzitz Eliezer, it's 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 um, it's not clear from the from their post and what exactly who they exactly came down like the Shilte Gibayrim, which means there's a machlekis here. You understand? According to the Marshal, it's okay to teach all parts of the written Torah. But according to the Shilte Gibayrim, it's only okay to teach Tanakh, not Tanakh, not the Torah part, not the five books of Moses, right? So he says, definitely, if you're only teaching Nach to Goyim, and believe me, this comes up, it, it, it would be okay to do. However, it's very important. One of the great Paiskim, Rav Eliashev, Rav Chaim Kanievsky's father-in-law, was the most stringent of everybody, which it seems like that in the Shulchan Aruch also, honestly. He, he brings a Zayra Kaidish in volume three, Yoredeya Teshuwa 142, the, uh, Rav brings down that any part of Taira, even Tanakh, it's forbidden to teach them. You understand? Who says this? Yashiv. Based on the Zayra Kaidish, and honestly, from Maran the Shulchan Aruch, it's Mashma Zoy also. Because Maran doesn't make a distinction what by the Tyra. So, uh, he's, Rav Eliashev clearly says the only part of Tyra we're allowed to teach to is the Sheva Mitzvahs. And he seems to conclude that this is the Halacha, although, you know, it's, uh, I guess he's, he doesn't go. He's more Machmer than both the Yamshel Shleime and the thing, and he, he just wants to go with the Zayar. And probably, I mean, we can see what the Grozal says the source of this is. The Goyen over here says that um, it's based on the Gemara Kesubah, Koyach, the Bira Groz says, why you're not allowed to teach your Evid Kanani Taira. But be that as it may, um, according to almost all opinions, it is perfectly fine. As if you look on the internet, on YouTube, and 
there, uh, the, the, the Mabacher Rebbe advocated this. It's a mitzvah. To, it is perfectly fine to teach them their own laws, which means you, you actually, we have to be a light onto the nation. So if we can e- educate the, um, the non-Jews that it's a mitzvah for them, to keep their seven mitzvahs and go to heaven and not to be idol worshippers. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe said that part of the things the shlichos should do is if they come in contact with non-Jews, they should enlighten them. That would that would be fine. And actually, the laws of Gezel, you should know, the most complicated part of Chosh and Mishpat is the laws of not stealing and uh, not embezzling. The, the So it's no simple task. And and we, we, we see that Hashem should help us to realize that we're, we're so lucky to have gotten the Torah that you literally see that it's it, that Hashem wanted us to appreciate it. Ki tov, Hashem gave us the greatest gift of all time. We should never forsake the Torah and realize that it is our literal literal oxygen and water, and appreciate it and review it and. Understand it to its utter clarity. Amen.